Mary Stack, and I play Georgie Sullivan, owner of Nitwit Haven and The Birthday Girl. It feels like we're getting really close to solving this mystery. The pieces are really falling into place. But I also feel like it's very important that we solve the mystery of how to introduce Bonnet to Pearl so that Nitwit Haven has two free yarn shop friends. Hi, I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie, the town menace, gossip monger, conspiracy theorist, and maybe she's a little off her rocker, but if we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. Hi, I'm Willow Wilson. I play Renette Bollinger. No, I don't have any kids. I don't have a bunny. I do not have a bunny. I don't want a bunny. I have no attachments. Uh, no, no children, nothing. I'm just flying solo, flying free. We're going to solve a murder. It's fine. We're doing great. My name is Jonah Knight, and this is Roll to Metal, part five. It's the penultimate episode of the marvelous, magical, murdered Magnus. Written by Alicia Furness. Hey, if you haven't yet, I'd suggest checking out her game Paranormal Inc. The game has great reviews, and she continues to release new ghosty, spooky content for it. Follow the link in our show notes for more information. Now, our mavens are ready to do some sleuthing and some theorizing. Do you think that you know who killed Magnus? They almost do. Okay, let's go. Georgie, it's your birthday. Now, in the quiet recollection of sobriety, perhaps there were quieter birthdays. Perhaps there were gentler birthdays. But it would be pretty hard for you to come up with a more memorable birthday than this one has been. So you and your two friends are here in the dressing room of the dearly departed, marvelous, magical Magnus. And you're sort of thinking about what to do next. You feel like you're close. Maybe there's something missing. Maybe there's a final piece. Renette, as you flip through this introduction to magic book, there is something inside of it. It looks like a receipt. Oh, whoever bought this book was using the receipt as a bookmark. Now, unluckily, it's faded, and it's hard to make out some of the information. But you know that thing that you can do in Theorize, where you can add a little piece of retroactive information to help mm -hmm. put things into place? <laughs> you feel like this might be that. So oh. right, right now, it's nothing, but it might be something. <laughs> so what would the three of you like to do? As you try to wrap all of this up. I feel like the thing to do is maybe to talk to one more person. What if we go and intimidate Jim into telling us about the restraining order, the secret wedding, the, the potential of him being cheated on, etc., etc., to see if those gossip things were true or false. It's just so interesting that Anthony decided to tell us about that. You know, I know we asked about gossip. I just, I worry about confronting Anthony or Mr. Gold just yet. I, I, I mean, I agree. I don't think either one of us 
either one of them will be honest with us anyway. So I do, I see Mara in talking to Jim or to talking to LaShawn, even though I, I kind of wonder if Anthony made up the idea of LaShawn cheating on Jim. Do we know if Jim knows that and is, I don't know, like that would be a new can of worms to open, which is fine. Also, we haven't really talked to Jessica at all. And it was the whole thing about her being some random dancer that had been like recently added. That was kind of weird. We yeah. never followed up on that. Maybe if we played our cards right, she could tell us. I don't know. It seems like she was added very recently. The restraining order happened really recently. It maybe there was some big thing. Yeah, you're and, right. It could all tie together. Maybe, maybe Jessica had something to do with something, or at least has a fresh perspective. Yeah, it was maybe I, yeah. Jessica was who LaShawn was cheating on Jim with. Oh. Could be. I don't know. Well, we certainly worth it worth a shot. Let's at least Let's, uh yeah. go talk to her. Sometimes the the newest person added to a group can have the most have the most neutral perspective of what's going yeah. on. They don't have the past baggage. Yeah. Okay. The three of you exit the dressing room, go on out into the hallway. And from here, you can see that it looks like Brett left the trap door underneath the stage wide open. So you can see under there if you want. You can still hear some movement around on the stage. And coincidentally, Jessica is also leaving the other dressing room as the three of you are out in the hallway. It looks like she's gotten into a pair of jeans. She's thrown on a, a t-shirt, airing her hair out, but her face is all still on. She's still very caked in stage makeup. And she looks up at the three of you, kind of smiles. Oh, hey, Kate, are you holding up? I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. It's, um, I'm fine. It must be kind of overwhelming. I mean, you're, such a trooper, but you're you're the newest addition to this troop, right? Because this this must be crazy. Just like all of this happening with all of the the recent drama, and then suddenly, suddenly Magnus is just gone. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I am the newest. No, it's I mean, it's, uh, I haven't really felt any drama. I thought we were getting along really well. It's a, it was a good team. Oh, I mean, not with you. Like you seem to be a nice glue that's been added to like really stick everyone to right guys. Right. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very cohesive. I was just, uh, I, I mean, going into any new workplace, any, any new gig situation and being, being the new one, trying to find your place in it, especially when everyone else already has, you know, baggage and relationships and whatnot. It can be, it can be hard. And then, and then you, you think it's a stable job and then some, then somebody dies yeah. and everything's up in the air. I guess that's true. Um, yes, I've only been with the act for about a month and a half now. Hmm. Can I ask, I mean, I suppose it doesn't really matter anymore, but, um, did it feel like this act needed a dancer? 
You know, you're not the first person to ask me that question today. Oh, oh. Was it Anthony? Are you not surprised that it was Anthony? No. No, but he's not wrong. I, I, this is my first time working with illusions or, or magic, yeah. you know. Oh, most... so you're new to the, the magic, to the magician community. Are you part of the guild now that you're working with it? Uh, yeah, I, I had to join, I had to join in order to, to get the job. No, I was, I'm, you know, most of my career so far has been as a ensemble player off Broadway uh, but, uh, but this was, this was, it sounded like a good opportunity. So I took it. I don't know. It, it just, it always felt like I was a little unnecessary. You know, I'm not a choreographer, but they said just choreograph the show and I'm going to get to move on to something else now, I suppose. I mean, you were phenomenal by the way. And the fact that you choreographed everything as well on top of that, I think that you did a great job with what you were given, but yeah, I mean, how did you even get the job? Was there like a listing? Yeah, uh, yes, there was a posting. I I applied and I auditioned and um and I got the I got the job and, I mean, it pays fine. Okay, it doesn't actually pay fine, but they cover all of the travel expenses, so it feels like it pays fine. Hey, you know, yeah, it's an opportunity to travel across across the country or wherever the the tour circuit is. Yeah, the Rust Belt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when did exciting. you start with them, though? I'm just wondering, like, how long is your contract? Uh, it was a six-month contract. Oh, yeah, it was because the act no longer exists. So it was about, a, I've only been here about a month and a half. Yeah, they just threw you into the mix. Were you, I mean, so new to the magical community, were you trying to, were you trying to learn anything? Magic? No, no, <laughs> no, really. All of my time was just spent trying to stay out of their way. It, it really did sort of feel like I was an afterthought or unnecessary. Like, uh, Magnus and Anthony had a great rapport. They'd been to working together for a long time, I suppose. I don't know. I just, I always sort of felt like I was not integral to the act. I, I hadn't, you know, I haven't seen any other Shows like this that also include a dancer. Yeah, interesting, interesting. I mean, did you get to meet any other magicians or anything uh, on your time here? Any anything that sticks out to you? Yeah, there were a few showcases. Uh, if you're familiar with stand-up comedy, I guess it's similar to that, where we would be the headliner, and sometimes there would be opening acts that would oh, come yeah. out and do something, but. Um, Six weeks is not a lot of time. I still feel like I don't didn't that that I didn't gel on stage. So that really took up a lot of my brain space. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, you did your best with what you had. I think you did a fa a fabulous job. It was just a, a unique situation. Right. Yeah, and I mean, maybe. Maybe Mr. Gold will be able to alter your contract because I'm I'm assuming he's the one that hired you. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So maybe he he'll be able to alter your contract to find a more fitting space or position. I mean, I'm sure 
you know, Anthony's been been going on about how he would love to have his own main act. Maybe, maybe he'll have you in as the dancer for that. And then it'll be like magician and dancer kind of rapport. Uh, I don't know that he'll have me in for that. But uh, if uh, if Joey has something else that pays, I'll take the meeting. Have you met anyone who's like trying to, I don't know, stop stop the act, stop the the magician thing? Because it's like there's there's some weird gossip online. I mean, I was really interested to come see the show. We've heard a lot about it. But, you know, there's like websites and stuff that that are, you know, calling Magnus this like big faker and stuff. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently there's a lot of drama in the magician community as well. Like people being called out as like, you know, traitors or fakes or... It's absolutely wild, you know? I mean, and they, they just plopped you into this just tumultuous community. Uh, well, I guess maybe that explains things. I mean, my perspective... What, what yeah. exactly does it explain? Oh, just that there was tension mm. uh, with some of the venues. You know, it's it's funny when you said that there are websites about Magnus being fake. I mean, I can tell you that whatever issues I was feeling about my own presence in this act, I've been on stage with them for the last six weeks and there was none of that in the audience. The audiences were all fully engaged with the show. I thought you were going to say, Oh, what is it? The, um, the book thing. Um, I guess Magnus is going to be in a book. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Um, Rob, the Robin Masterson was gonna, uh, the mysteries with him. Yeah. Right. I never experienced anything with the audiences not responding to what Magnus could do. Mm He's extremely talented. I did maybe feel a little bit of resentment from some of the fans of the book series that maybe they felt he wasn't up to it or deserving but Hmm. deserving of a feature in in the latest book right i mean the hey who would like to meddle i'm gonna go ahead and um using presents yeah if i may sure how's your blazer is it still covered with rabbit hair i know uh uh the the lint roller did the trick thanks again All right, Uh, with my present score, that brings it up to a 10. I did hear Magnus and Joey talking once about, oh gosh, I guess I can tell you. It's okay. Um, Yeah, you can tell me anything. There's always been fan mail. Most of it these days is online. There are emails and, and whatever. But there started to be a handful of actually written fan letters Hmm. that, and I never saw these, but I was told that, that I guess they made Magnus uncomfortable. Maybe there was a lot of, um, oh, very intimate descriptions uh, from whoever was writing the letters including Magnus in them in ways that he wasn't comfortable with. Uh And I never got Joey to actually tell me, but my suspicion was that they brought me on to sort of 
diffuse some of that. Maybe if having Magus on stage with two women uh, might make it look, I, I don't know, diffuse some of that or something. Mm. But I do know that these sexually themed fan letters, I guess, sort of inspired a certain caution. But they've been going on. They've been going on for some time now. Hmm. At, at least before I was brought in. Hmm. That's really interesting. What kind of person writes uh writes fanfic about a celebrity and then sends it to them. I mean, that way they can't even read the tags. I'm just saying, you if you open a if it, it's a handwritten letter, you can't unless they're putting the tags right at the top of it. You True, you can't filter that shit. You can't you know? filter that. <laughs> You don't know if you're gonna if you're just gonna stumble into an impreg. <laughs> an unexpected one. Um, Moral of the story, always tag your shit. Always yeah, always tag the shit, always read the tags. I really gotta get back to the hotel and go to sleep. Hopefully the police are done with us. This has been a big night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I hope you have a, a good night. Um, hope you get some sleep. Uh, you're probably exhausted after all the stress of the evening. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll s- sleep well tonight, I guess. And she turns and she goes. I'm more confused now. Yeah. So they had a... There's a very... um involved fan um right but i think what i'm what i'm hearing just based on what she was saying is mayhaps it was uh letters about magnus and anthony that's what i was and that's why they added bringing in in. another person Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean anthony didn't seem like he was a big fan of magnus well, they seem to, uh, to at least have a good rapport on stage, is what Jessica told right. us. But, you know, a good uh, stage dynamic does not necessarily mean they're all buddy-buddy. In fact, mm. they really didn't like each other. That, in a way, could have added to their stage chemistry. Mm-hmm. It often does. Enemies to lovers and all that. Mm. <laughs> cool. So I don't know what to do with this information. Yeah, um... <laughs> I mean, does it, if the letters included uh, descriptions of Magnus and Anthony, does that bolster or, like, inhibit the idea that Anthony is still a suspect? Okay, now it, hear me out. I have not fully thought this through. Okay. What so if I don't Anthony know wrote the letters? Because exactly, that's yeah, what I was yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah so... Again, I have not fully thought this through. I don't know where this line of thought is going to end. But what if Anthony wrote the letters? He wasn't. He wasn't doing a, a, a Magnus uh, Anthony ship. He was doing Magnus X Rita. Rita being Anthony. And um, I and hate said, Jonah. This Magnus. is your fault. You've done this. <laughs> Just to try to plant the seed in Magnus's head. Trying to see, is this where this is going to go? And then what if Magnus rejects him outright? Like, okay, I know you've been writing these letters. It's really messed up. Um, and okay, then wait. Anthony's all, all messed up about it. If, if I can't have, you no one can, you know? Alternate idea. 
alternate universe. You're right. It was Magnus and Jim, written by Joey Gold. <laughs> and that's why he got the restraining order. Oh. It sounds like you've already begun theorizing. <laughs> Unfortunately. So let me, let's just say that uh, sometimes theorize all works theoretically in that you're all sort of together in a nebulous space while you're having the conversation. But you can theorize while moving throughout the siren if there's additional information that you need to go peep on. I mean, I would like to check Magnus's dressing room if there's any uh, secret drawers, if there's a, or regular drawers anywhere where fan mail, possibly an incriminating sort, might be kept. I mean, or the thing is, with that Manila envelope that had the newspaper clipping that might have been yeah. sent with a letter, like we could look around there to yeah. see if there's a letter. That's Jessica. What if Jessica is uh, is now real? What I mean, they just hired her from like an, a a listing. Maybe this, maybe she's a rival illusionist and she's faking everything and she's just secret. What if you begin by just listing your suspects? Okay. Well, Anthony's up there. Suddenly, Jessica is also up there. Mr. Oh. Gold, Mr. Gold, Joey, Lashawn. And Jim. Jim. Is that all? Uh, the bunny or maybe Sally? Or the rival illusionist? Question mark. Question mark. Rivalist illusionist disguised as Jessica. Oh, disguised as the bunny. What if the bunny's not real and it's actually just like a lifelike robot and... And he's he's being he's he's camera watching everyone right now. That would make sense. He's probably implanted with drugs or something, and that's why I got so attached. No other reason. Okay, so Sally is a suspect, and Jessica just indicated that there were the salacious fan letters being written. Is she the super fan? Did she? Is she the one that told us that he was going to be? Who told us that he was going to be in the book when we entered? Was it Sally? She is the one that gave us that information. Yes. So Sally knows he's going to be in the books, and she it, maybe she's also been writing these letters. You know, something snapped that she decided to murder him. Was it because she didn't think he deserved the role, or was it because? I kind of want to read those letters. <laughs> I know. I want to. That's why I want to go into because the what, rooms and you want to make Jonah narrate those letters. I do. What you're saying, yes. well, obviously, <laughs> or at least the tags summary. <laughs> well, Jessica did say that she never saw them. They came in and then they were gotten rid of. Yeah, but maybe they were gotten rid of and put into a special folder of incriminating stuff. Did Sally write herself into those letters and she wanted to be his assistant? <laughs> yeah, we just want to know the pairing so we because, know what we're working with. Because the book and the rabbit, etc., could belong to her. I do think that it's very likely that the salacious letters were about Magnus and Anthony. Okay. Because that's what... Uh, that's what Jessica was in there for. Yeah, that's what she insinuated. Oh, right, she diffused it. Right, right, right. I'm still on the rival illusionist thing. Yeah. 
I, I still, okay. The thing is, this sounds crazy, but we're all about magic. We're all about mystery. We're all about illusion. I really think it's possible that somebody who's in the cast right now could have been the rival illusionist. Uh-huh. Or maybe that's Sally or vice versa. I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't make sense, but I don't know. I feel like we're missing something big, and I don't know who we can go to to get that from them. I think the only one who was who could really be, you know, a rival illusionist in disguise would be Jessica. She's the newest one. She's not married to anyone who's in the thing, so um, how no one would the... be like, oh, yeah, but you're not who you say you are. My only, and it, this is just to play the what-if side of it, how could the rival illusionist be in the company if they're, that illusionist is stealing bookings on the same circuit? Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> so I think that we can save, like, roll that out. Like, I don't. Yeah, you have a point. Or it's the perfect crime. But no, it's, no, no. You it's have a, to, you it's have a, a Scooby-Doo situation. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see who's really under that mask. Do we want to consider the Sally possibility, considering that she is a, I think she is a fan of the books. She did tell us that information. I don't, I don't recall specifically, but I think she was kind of like, how do you, what do you think about that? So that would be an interesting one more person to talk to. Um, We could look to see if those letters are somewhere to get kind of a sense of who, wrote them or the exact content of them since Jessica never saw them. She only kind of heard the gist of what was in them. If we were going to get any more information about them, I think we would have to go to Mr. Gold because they probably disposed of them to mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. Um, that being said, talking to Sally is not necessarily a bad idea, especially if she seems like, or it seems like we don't suspect her at all. You know, we could just be getting another glass of water. Yeah, as she's expect the up. unexpected. Expect the suspect the unsuspecting. To Sally. <laughs> How about this? Since you're since you're in theorize, we can do this retcon thing where you add a little bit of information that you need to fill in a gap. So what if you theorize and then look for that? retcon information to connect a dot um sally's very excited to be working with this person who has of whom she's been a big fan and has been writing some very intense fanfic letters handwritten and sent she is also of course taking the opportunity to sneak around in the guy's dressing room you know mess around with everything maybe she also uh, misplaced the toolbox uh, while she was breaking into his door or something. Uh, she's been trying to teach herself magic to be more like her hero, uh, Magnus. Uh, of course, also acquiring a bunny, as one does. Not quite understanding that that is not what a modern magician does. But, you know, it's a class. It's a trope, you know? Maybe the newspaper clipping about the rival musician Maybe she wrote that because she's upset that other magicians, you know, like exist because she's so obsessed with, uh, with Magnus and she maybe, uh, placed that in his dressing room when she snuck in as a way to be like, yes, I am, I am, 
I'm the one who you can trust as I have your back. Uh, your fan believes in you and not this traitor. Um, okay, so hear me out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that happened. Yes. Do we, I don't know if I remember if she was behind the bar during the fiasco um, or not, but what if this is all true and then she confronted him like, I can be your assistant or we can work together or you can train me or whatever. And Mm -hmm. then he says something like, I'm actually quitting. And it causes her like a break. Yeah, she snaps and comes up with this plan. I mean, she works in a bar with alcohol. Maybe there's some substance. Maybe she, through her weird obsessive nature has picked up on a an allergy that he has and maybe he's allergic to something they lined his coat with it or something while he was sneaking into uh sneaking around the siren messing around i don't know because i'm i'm still thinking uh, sally is a possibility i'm still thinking about anthony as well because he's a shit stirrer Yes, but everybody seems a little suspicious. Yeah. It is kind of weird that we haven't really mentioned anything about LaShawn and Jim. Yeah. But I I also feel like I don't... I rub LaShawn the wrong way, and I'm now nervous to interact with him. So I really hope that we don't have to tell him that he's a killer. Um, yeah. And I mean, I don't know, maybe Jim's whole act of like, oh, you know, I don't know things or I get nervous. Maybe that's an act. We don't know. But also just to like thoroughly play out the Sally, the potential for Sally before we rule her out. There are three. I think that Anthony's gossip, the restraining order and the business card. How would that fit in? Well, uh, Anthony said that it was the morning of load in that he noticed uh, LaShawn's lipstick being askew. So that was at, that was here. So it could have been Sally who had been, I don't know, coming between LaShawn and, and Jim. Could be that she had just found out about or just found out or just been rejected by, uh, by Magnus uh, while they were loading in the props and, and set and stuff. And was looking to cause some trouble. Maybe, uh, maybe it wasn't like an affair sort of a situation. Maybe she was just finding someone who was in the crew and trying to rough them up and ask questions, ask very uncomfortable questions about Magnus. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she also could have come up with the website and the business card with the QR code. She probably found out how to make a website because she got really. Uh, hyperfixated on bringing Magnus down after he rejected her. And then Jim and Joey just have beef. Quite complex. I don't know. But if that was, it was Sally's name on the receipt in the book, then that's, then that's, that's what ties it all together. If that's the direction we're going. I don't know. I'm so torn. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that doesn't quite fit for me is the restraining order. Yeah, that's true. Because I could totally see Sally being like a Magnus super fan and being very excited about him being in the books. Like, oh my gosh, he's coming to the siren. This is my opportunity. 
uh, I've been sending him these letters. Like now I can reveal my identity or whatever. And I mean, that totally makes sense. Newspaper clipping, all other illusionists are traitors and they're trying to take you down. And I'm the one true fan. Look at me. I got this rabbit and this book. I'm learning how to do magic. Then when she confronts him, he's like, no. (laughs) So she uses the toolkit to, you know, whatever she has to do to break into the dressing room to do something with his costume. I totally see the idea of her interacting with LaShawn in a way that would mess up their makeup and Anthony's gossip just added, you know, fuel to the fire. I guess the restraining order in the business card. What if it's both? So all of that stuff happens with Sally. She's rejected. Um, But maybe that happened a while ago. Maybe she took time off out of Brindlewood Bay to go see him in another town. He rejects her or something. She thinks that this is her like second chance kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But on the sly, she's been interacting and talking to Anthony because she's like, if if Magnus and I can, you know, break off and have our own thing, then you're going to get your own act or something like that. Maybe she made a deal with him. She could know his whereabouts or what he's been doing. I don't know. Okay. So and I then, just feel like and then, gossip came from him. Right. So if they're sort of working together, but Anthony wasn't really... He wasn't trying to do a murder. <laughs> but what if, like, the restraining order... Okay, what if Anthony s- spreads this gossip and maybe hints that, oh, LaShawn and Joey are having an affair so that the restraining order would happen to make it more difficult for Jim to do his safety checks and so somebody could take the... You know what I mean? Like, oh, we have to stay a certain amount of feet apart or whatever. Well, how do I finish my checklist and do my check everything and do the last check if Joey's standing right there and I can't get to it? But somebody like Sally, who works at the Siren and has a box of tools, could get to the places that she needs to get. Like, what if it was something like that? Also, a thing to think about, the the pairing in the fanfic letters uh, was... Magnus and Anthony, as far as we are assuming. Mm -hmm. So it's not that the writer of the fanfic was wanting to get with Magnus. They were obsessed with the pairing, not Mm -hmm. the... I mean, they can certainly absolutely worship Magnus. And I assume that they do if they have, if they're going to all that effort. But it's it's not that they want Magnus to themselves. Mm -hmm. They're with their... Attachment to the relationship. Wait, yes. Or maybe you were onto something and it was an ex-reader where the the reader was in the position of the assistant. So they assumed that it was like, it was both like assumed to be Anthony, but also Anthony was probably like weirdly offended that it wasn't actually him. Oh, that's definitely a good take. So would bringing the other woman on the stage be like, no, Magnus would not be in a relationship. Like, you can't just write yourself into this and assume you're going to be in a romantic relationship because there's, like, multiple platonic female things happening. Yeah, or it's like, like, yeah, yeah, or it was like, uh, we just assumed that um, 
the pairing was that the magician's assistant, the unnamed magician's assistant was Anthony. So they were like, okay, well, we'll bring someone else to, you know, adjust to this dynamic. But it was never about Anthony. It was about, it was, it was Magnus X Rita. Mm -hmm. I like her for this. Okay. Because here, just because obsessive fans do weird stuff right mm-hmm, like let's mm-hmm. think about the people the stars who have been murdered by their super fans there's no reason sally wouldn't have created a slander set you know what i mean if if she wa- also if she wanted to come off as like the i'm the supportive fan isn't this website garbage or you know what i mean like yeah but i secretly made it so that i could make you emotionally vulnerable so that i could have more command over your feelings like yeah. that could be why she had the even if he rejected her then and not before like that could be a reason that she had already made that website so but if anthony's not in on it then where does the gossip and restraining order land us i mean honestly Maybe it was Anthony trying to cover himself too much. I mean, maybe he assumed like, oh, we've been getting like a lot of weird letters. A lot of weird shit's been happening. He might have been murdered, but everyone's going to think it's me because I would have had a motive. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be like, so he was trying to like stir shit or he just, he likes gossip. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to throw those away, but. No, I know. We need them. That's so why I was like, maybe roll he, with it. <laughs> Negative. Yeah. Um, that's why I was thinking, like, maybe he's complicit, not necessarily in the murder, but in the, like, maybe he's been in contact with Sally because she's made promises to him, like, if you can get Magnus away from this or like that kind of thing, then I'll have him to myself and you can have your own show or something like that where she's got some sort of connection to him and that's why she's getting insider information. Mm-hmm. And so maybe this is him trying to like cover the tracks a little bit as like an accomplice, but not, not necessarily like official murderer. Oh my God. What if Sally and Anthony are exes? I'm just, I'm just thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing to say that they are, they have any history. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's nothing to say that they don't. That's true. <laughs> Okay, I'm trying to think through this idea of Anthony being involved with the idea of Magnus leaving the show, not thinking that, but not thinking that what he would do would uh, contribute to a murder. So it sounds like that's what Bertie is saying, right? Right, right. And maybe then he's just kind of like dug his heels in. Because he's like, I have to stick to it or I'll sound wishy-washy and that'll be suspicious. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe that so was the that, plan. Like, she was supposed yeah. to humiliate him by exposing so that, his... Right. Oh, yeah. So that he would leave the show and then Anthony would have his own show. And the final piece of humiliation would be somehow ruining the grand finale. Right? Yeah. So, like, or, that... that Okay. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I'm still trying to think about how that's how the restraining order would kick in was so that Jim can't do his final safety checks. Right. I think that's where the gossip comes in. But hear me out. Hear me out. Maybe we've got it flipped. Maybe Anthony has been using Sally because he knows that she's a super fan 
And okay. she's promised to like help humiliate him because she was rejected, et cetera, et cetera. He's using this as a way to frame Sally for the murder as the crazy super fan with all of these things planted. Mm. It's like she definitely set up the website, but he's the one that put it in the pocket. Um, true. Magic trick for beginners book. She's the one that bought it, but he's the one that put it in the dressing room. The letters, all of that, making sure that it's like heard by the right people, all of that. And so that way he can frame her for this. He still gets his own show. Okay. And he gets the boost. Uh, Cause I really think it's all about the, like the news that they're going yeah. to get from this. The publicity yes. of it. The publicity, and it, right. He really has so much to gain. So, okay. So in this scenario, Sally, she's a super fan and has been rejected. And so she agrees to help anthony humiliate magnus mm-hmm. and but he is saying to her let's humiliate him you'll it'll get back at it we can get back at him for him jilting you and we'll humiliate him off the show so that i can have my own show and then sally can have magnus to herself <laughs> because he, yes because he will be emotionally crushed yeah Okay, so that's okay. So that I think that would cover everything. So if if Sally were sending these explicit letters, um, and at some point, so she's a super fan. She's on the circuit, right? She goes to see all of his shows. She would have been sending the fanfic letters. Maybe she mailed that newspaper clipping more recently. Um, in the meantime, she tries to learn his love language by learning magic and buying a book and getting a pet rabbit and doing all of those things. But when she tells him that she is the author of the letters, he outright rejects her because, of course, he feels uncomfortable weirded yeah. out, yeah, weirded out, uncomfortable, violated, even. Mm-hmm. And so she thinks to herself i if i can get him separated from that show and and take him down a peg he'll realize that i and I, and then i come out as a supportive person he'll realize that i was always very supportive and i'm great so i'm going to make this website and make it a whole slander site and this card and i because i go to the show all the time i pay attention to the dynamic between Anthony and Magnus. And so I'm just around talking to them and Anthony somehow learns Sally's identity and thinks that he can use this to his advantage. They're talking at a bar or something at some point after a show. Yeah. Maybe she approaches him like, can you get him to give me a chance? And then he's get Yeah. And Okay. And then Anthony is like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Hey, let's, let's, um, I have a way that we can, we can humiliate him ultimately by making his, his finale fail. And all I need from, from you is to take the toolbox and get under the stage and deal with some rigging or whatnot. And Anthony, meanwhile, lays out the the gossip. So the restraining order happens so that Jim can't do his final safety check. And then he has the the time to plant the book in the dressing room, leave the rabbit 
running loose and stick the card in the in Magnus's clothing so that everything points to Sally so that when they determine cause of death and whatnot, she has all these things stacked up against her and he can now go and have this new wonderful career rising from this tragedy that will be in the headlines for just a very long time and forever in the magic community. Yes, 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 yes. And I think the way, maybe the way that he killed him was because he knew some sort of allergy and he slipped it, whatever it was, in like liquid form in a drink and then it could be blamed on Sally, who's the bartender. Yes. So like a drink before the show and it took like two hours to take care of or something. Maybe he takes a sip of water uh, during his quick change. I mean, yeah. magicians, they, they you, you sweat a lot on stage. So every time you're off stage, you got to take a sip of water. And you wouldn't want to drink the tank water that you No, you it. wouldn't. Mm-mm. That's gross. Unsanitary. So maybe that's the thing. Maybe he was microdosing on whatever yeah. thing he was allergic to or poisonous, whatever. Yeah, and then it builds up and uh, by the end, by the final act, it hits. I really like this. <laughs> going to get there but no i am curious if the dice of fate also like this who <laughs> would like to roll I'm be so mad. yeah i mean just as a reminder you've yet to fail a theorized roll so Say that. odds are that at some point anyway who would like to roll probably not me i've rolled well so far and we all know what that means it's just it, a bad roll is coming I feel like it should be Georgie it's since a, it's her birthday. It's a birthday girl's role, I was <laughs> yeah. about to say. And if we fail it, the hilarious thing would be because we were drunk for like half of, more than half of this mystery. Yeah. <laughs> 75% of the mystery. Yeah. And we're just so sure. Yeah. It was actually just Mr. Gold the whole time or something. It was, yeah. Okay. It's a bunny. I'm rolling plus the number of clues incorporated into the theory, which is eight, minus the complexity, which is seven. So Mm -hmm. I'm rolling with a plus one. Yes. Well, we did not fail this one. This is an 11. Yeah. (laughs) Was that... 11 plus one is a 12 or is it 10 plus one is 11? Oh, 10 plus one is 11. Happy birthday. <laughs> the trick was being tipsy and holding a white rabbit the whole time. That's true. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tipsy rabbit. So it was murders. Yep. She just, while holding that rabbit, knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> <laughs>